There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Rise your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. So important before show to warm up. Mm-hmm. I don't think people get that. Like how much work it takes to get to the mic. Well, yeah, I think people think you have to warm up oh, if you're doing right. something on Broadway. We oh, don't right. really need to warm up too much because we're doing nothing physically taxing. I think the whole point of a warm up is so you don't, you know, throw out like hurt your hip or throw off your voice. But uh, technically, we don't need to warm up. No, the way I start to warm up, you have to warm up. We have oh. to warm up, Kissel. One oh. way to warm up oh. is you you got to a bowl of borscht if you can get it, a good cold soup. <laughs> if you can get a nice cold soup, it's nice. It relaxes the throat. Also, Does a couple it? of cigarettes. You yeah. want to sound radio quality. Those old guys back in the day, the old voices were just like, I'll tell you what, Jeb, i tell you what, I don't think any of them should be able to vote. There's something about their ability yeah. to sound so good while full of nicotine. I, I wish, wish I sounded they- like that. I wish you didn't have to get cancer and you could just have the smoker's voice without having to smoke. And then, of course, inevitably, you lose the bottom of your jaw like Ebert did. And next thing you know, no one wants to hear you talk at all. Well, guess what? Ebert should have been nicer to Dumb and Dumber. I agree with that entirely. That's that's his problem. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben hanging out with Henry Ebert. Indeed, of course, the, uh, the movie critic lost his face. And you're correct, Henry. Isn't that apropos? It was almost uh, almost strangely um, cosmic in a sense. He said a lot of bad things about a lot of movies that I liked, including one starring Jim Carrey, starring yep. Adam Sandler, starring Adam Sandler. Chris Farley. Chris he didn't Farley. like their humor. And because of that, he lost half of his face. So be Maybe. careful what you say. I don't want to blame just his attitude on cancer for cancer. But what I will say is if he smiled a little bit more, maybe the muscles in his face would have been a little bit stronger and it would have helped fight the cancer molecules. And maybe I'm wrong. And maybe I sound like somebody who doesn't know anything about cancer. But I'll tell you (laughs) what, I know while I sit in this chair and have a microphone in front of me, I'm correct. Well, that is a dangerous sentiment. And I believe that's why Alex Jones ended up yes. trolling a bunch of victims of mass ah, murder. But that's why I don't make it. I don't talk about anything serious except for I wish that Roger Ebert, Robert Ebert, Roger gives Ebert. a shit. Well, he gives a fucking shit. Well, he his he family. Wasn't, yeah, his family. We have to remember that. I well, sure. Yeah, I mean, big ups to his family. What's going on to Edith Ebert <laughs> and Rubber Ducky Ebert? What's going on? Big shout outs to you. Uh, five dollars McDonald. Whatever you want, McDonald's under five dollars. I'll pay for it if I ever meet you. Wow, I have never seen you moonwalk back uh, negative <laughs> sentiment towards somebody more in my entire <laughs> life. Never That's to Roger great. Ebert. I that, don't forgive him. That's how ingrained acting is to you, though, because even. Even though, yes, he was maybe not the nicest man, and sure, he did die kind of a horrible death, I believe. Yes. Uh, You still have to respect him, because if he gave your movie a thumb up, then you would cry, and you would say, thank you so much, Mr. Ebert, for giving me one of your weird thumbs up. But he never got a chance to. I never got to be judged by him. But he did stick a finger inside of me. Isn't that exciting? Well, speaking of VHS tapes, obviously... 
Hmm. My God, they're making a comeback. Well, in a a sense, in a sense, movies we were discussing with Roger Ebert. So it's it's adjacent, I think. VHSs, they technically had already made their comeback about 10 years ago. But now it seems to be they're really heating up. I know you're trying to get back into the VHS game. I bought a VHS DVD dually player. And do you remember? And now it's going to be old man corner when everyone thought that was peak technology. It was. It was, and people literally were like, we can stop now. No need for anything else. We've <laughs> got the VHS DVD combo. No, it was huge. It was huge it back was in the day. Huge. It showed that you were a moneyed family. It showed that you were an advanced <laughs> family. But now you get to be the elite father from 1998 inside of your own home. And Absolutely. I think that's really important. Also, if you ever follow our old friend Matt McCarthy, who's a comedian that looks suspiciously like Ben Kissel and I, he also <laughs> does a constant showing of his massive, massive VHS collection yes. that he shows all around his whole his whole house and he has still gotten laid so much he has a family. He has a full family, a beautiful wife. I don't know how he magically put all of that together. However, if you do have a VHS tape in your house right now, you better make sure that that does not belong to Blockbuster Video or any other me- movie rental retailer near you because you can get in serious trouble. Just ask this woman in Oklahoma. She found out that she has been charged. This is 100% true. She has been charged with a felony uh, for not returning a VHS tape of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She did not return it for 20 years. Her name is Karen McBride. She found out she was facing an embezzlement charge. It for- is unbelievable. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard because she is a Karen, but she spells it like she is a barbarian warrior. C-A-R-O-N. Got on. Absolutely. Um, but she didn't even know that she had it. Apparently, she believes that she might have lost several jobs because she, the, she thinks she failed background checks without realizing that this old defunct uh, movie place, which is called Movie Place, um, they rented <laughs> it in 1999. Um, some reason it, they, they, it went into the system. Uh, it, she got charged in March of 2000. With it being gone, which I didn't know you could even be charged because I, I had, looked through my shit when we moved from the house. Did I tell you that I found a Netflix DVD? Sure. Of course, because technically that's yours now. She yes. was charged in 2000 with embezzlement. I guess they had some detective working on the case, really cracking the book, staying up all night, chain smoking, probably lost his family to this unbelievably important case in Oklahoma. But Mrs. McBride, Miss McBride says a roommate most likely rented it and failed to return it. So we have a situation, perhaps, of mistaken identity. We need to hunt down this roommate. She is ruining Karen McBride's life, and I don't like it one bit. Also, how good was teenage? How good was Sabrina, the teenage witch? I don't even recall it being on VHS. I thought it was just on TV. It's fucking garbage. Oh. I, this is what she said. Yeah, I'm coming for it. This Are is you what- kidding me? The girl from Clarissa Explains It All that then went on immediately to become Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I thought that show was absolutely fantastic, along with Clarissa. And I'm not going to sit here and allow you to malign the wonderful content that that woman, who I forget her name is, she was a fantastic actress, though. Melissa Joan Hart. Yes. I was very much so a massive fan of Clarissa. Love Clarissa. There was about a 10-year gap. Then Sabrina came for TGI Friday's later editions. I remember it being cynically added to the TGI Friday lineup <laughs> as a way to sort of, boost, I believe, boost engagement 
for TGI Fridays? Yes, but because it was cool and everyone grew up with Clarissa and now she's going through her goth phase and who among us was not going through the same goth phase? I do appreciate that it brought witchcraft and the ideas of witchcraft to that entire generation of, of little girls. But at the same time, show's not for me. But the two, I did find the ants in it hot. But when she went That's to true. go change the driver's license, according to her, she was like, well, I went to go change my driver's license during this COVID thing. And you had to make an appointment. So I'll send them an email. And they sent me an email. And they told me that I had an issue in Oklahoma and that this was the reference number for me to call this number. And I did. And the first thing she told me was, I feel an embezzlement. So I thought oh I was going to have a heart attack. She told me it was over a VHS tape. And I had to make her repeat it because I thought this is insane. This girl's kidding me, right? Well, she wasn't kidding. Oh, no. So McBride placed the blame squarely on the roommate of hers who had two daughters and possibly rented the VHS tape. So I will say this. This Karen McBride, she wasted no time in throwing her friend under the bus. Of course. No time at all. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. She knew what to do. She knew it wasn't her because because when it comes down to it, and this is why I believe this, because number one, she got off the... uh, the charge is finally dismissed. The <gasps> DA's office reviewed the case, but it still hasn't it hasn't been expunged to clear her record. So she still has a felony on her record. And this is why she I know a felony charge. Her. Yeah, the felony charge. Yeah, hasn't been expunged. And um, if I, this is how we know she it wasn't her. I've never watched that show in my entire life. It's just not my cup of tea. I mean, I didn't try to deceive anyone over Samantha, the teenage witch. I swear. She said, obviously, she just, she pulled a mom thing, which she kept calling it in the article, Samantha, the teenage witch. She has no clue what this show is. No, she really doesn't. And in many ways, Karen McBride is a victim here. Ironically enough, her last name being McBride, that is when she found out uh, that she was also in trouble because she tried to change her name after getting married and just every single thing she did with any kind of government agency was held up because of this thing her whole life technically was made so much more difficult because of this ridiculous charge that this video's place uh gave her for not so returning funny sabrina just, the teenage witch so be very careful but at the same time if you do have a video right now that's in your possession that doesn't belong to you don't return it because they'll just Don't. book you then. They're going to re- they're going to arrest Don't. you then and then you're going to get arrested for having like I don't even know, like Demolition Man 2. Like you're going to get busted with one of the most embarrassing movies ever. If you have one of the Land Before Time prequels and like that's why you're going to hardcore prison to get a felony charge, that's insane. I didn't even know that they could still do that. I thought at some point, don't don't they forgive these things? What about library books? I know I have library books from my childhood sitting in my pile of books. I know of that I course. have some. And what are they going to do? They're going to come for me? These fucking book Nazis? They very well may. Of course, uh, yeah. The wow. book Nazi, interesting term being the Nazis burn the books. And it seems like these people have a great invested interest, vested interest in books. I so, think that they a are bit of just, an opposite. But. They believe, you say the opposite where they believe, I think that they think that books are superior to everybody else. And that's why they're willing to kill all of us. Any other whole millions upon millions of people they're willing to get rid of in order to save their precious books. Well, and you know what? That's another great segue, Henry, because I want you to take the lead on this story because this story is just so unbelievably freaking funny books were one thing they're passe but what do people like now 
reality television. They do. And what do people like more than reality television watching people suffer? So they if do. you can marry these two things, you yo, have yo, what we yo, have yo. in China, mm-hmm. where a Russian dude was literally trapped on a reality show because no one would vote him off. And this, this is Henry, so funny. can you just break this down, please? I'm going to try to break this down. This is so fucking funny to me. Uh, I don't know how much of it is a, a bit. If you are if you are in China right now, please this tell me you know what this is like. This is, good. This this is, is the Guardian. Real. No, but I mean like whether this guy is doing it as a bit mm. or whether or not it's entirely right. genuine. Please tell us what you think because it's side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com because it's definitely like, is this just like a reality show character thing he's doing or is this legit it's so I funny i think this sounds um, like a dystopian hell nightmare written by stephen king himself okay so this comes from the guardian vadislav ivanov says that he regretted his decision to join a thing called produce camp 2021 which is essentially like they're like making the band show This is their P. Diddy, go across the Brooklyn Bridge, bring me some cheesecake. This is that kind of show. Okay, so we call it making the band here, but they call it Produce Camp, which is so unbelievably horrified, and it's so... China, it's so like Chinese government authoritarian so regime being like, we have a fun reality show. We're going to put together a group of singers. We'll call it Produce Camp. I guess. I don't know what it, it could be translated to something else. God knows what it originally means. But he, so he this is a boy band competition where people Aww. like rehearse and they sing at each other and they dance and it's intense. So they, <laughs> he got he applied for it and he got trans. And he got picked because he was a handsome dude. He's like a model. This guy is yeah. sort of like, and he looks very wet. If you look at a picture of him. <laughs> um, and so when he got on the program, he immediately was asked if he'd like to try a new life. And he agreed, but okay. he didn't know what the hell that meant. He co- immediately came to regret the decision. Unable to leave on his own because you would breach your contract and be paid a fine and, and be forced to pay a fine. Oh, my he God. He then realized that he was stuck inside of a house, kind of like Big Brother, and forced to do all of these rehearsals and singing competitions. And then he started begging viewers to vote him off and deliberately performing badly. This is the program concept, which originated in Korea, pits young performers against each other to train and eventually form an 11-member ben- an international boy band chose- chosen by a voting public. They were just, they were stuck on an island and their phones were reportedly confiscated. And so his name is Lelouch on the show. And he kept saying, please, viewers, don't love me. You'll get no results. And repeatedly pleaded with people not to vote for him. His first song was a half-hearted Russian rap in stark competition to the high (laughs) pop of his competitors. Please don't make me go to the finals. I am tired, he said in a later episode. So this guy... He is, this is almost, this is such a great allegory for, be careful what you wish for. Did you want to be on television? An influencer? Did you want to be an influencer? You are now stuck in television. You cannot get out of the television. And the more that you demand to be released, the more the audience loves the performance. Loves it, they love it. The biggest mistake that this man made was letting the audience know that he is unhappy to be there because people just naturally will say, 
It is so. You know what we just. You know what he just created for himself. Conflict. What? Oh, and we what did. does good TV need? Conflict. They love it. They love, they love it. conflict. But listen to this break. This is so funny. And so he says, like, I hope the judges. I hope the judges won't support me. While the others want to get an A, I want to get an F, as it stands for freedom. His as it pleas went for freedom. I, so funny. His pleas went unanswered. However, he kept getting voted. Three months of competition, <laughs> 10 episodes, a fan base which had taken to his grumpy anti-celebrity persona, or perhaps oh. driven by Schadenfreude, urged each other to vote for him and said the term, let him 996, which is in reference to China's industry, digital industry culture of chronic overwork, which I just, just was reading about this, 996 in China is 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., six days a week. They called him the most miserable wage slave and celebrated him as an icon of Sang culture, which is a Chinese millennial concept of having a defeatist attitude towards life. So this man accidentally played into a trope that he had no idea that he no was playing clue. into. Let him 996. Again, as Henry said, that is a uh, an implication of how unbelievably overworked so many people are in China. The idea of working 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. six days a week. The fact that they even have a term for it lets you know how prominent uh, that horrible worker exploitation is. He made but it. He made it to the finals, and his last bit was he just ate a lemon. And said he hoped people would stop supporting him. I'm not kidding, he said deadpan. And when they finally voted him off in the very final episode, he's like, I'm finally getting off of work. This is absolutely incredible. The hashtag Free Lush was trending. Uh, state media big began reporting on his predicament about a week after the popular Russian bloggers posted about uh, the interpreter's unlikely run. So he was an interpreter. That's why he was there. Uh, they wrote, it's not funny anymore. Let Vlad go home. I'm very sad and disturbed. It might have been amusing for some time, but the situation is becoming absurd. So everyone so, in China was complicit in watching this man suffer on national television. It's so and it was funny. The, it is the closest. It's boosted in numbers. Like, it, oh, he is. You know, the thing is strange and, and almost cynical. If he does want to uh, continue on with the social media presence, he is going to he does have a career now, doesn't he? Well, he said that he they saying well, there, there's a lot of people accusing of this being accusing him of, of all of this being a publicity stunt. But the, apparently his friend, the agent and executive Ivan Wang, who had hired him to chaperone and translate for his two Japanese clients on the show, said he the dude really disliked being in front of the camera. He said one time oh. I got him this modeling job in Hong Kong and he sent me an SOS an SOS message saying he couldn't stand it five minutes after arriving on set. He he just didn't want to do it. He just said he got. Yeah, he. He declined repeated participation requests by the director of Produce Camp 2021. He just said yes, finally, after getting bored on the island. He thought joining the show might help his introverted personality. Oh, I feel so <laughs> honestly for the introvert. Like, obviously, for someone like Henry and I, we can lean in. We'll be able to live with it. For oh, I'm introvert, like a hog. I'm a hog covered in cum. I yeah. love getting in front of the camera. Well, I don't know if hogs covered in cum are particularly great on camera, but nonetheless, this man lived a Twilight Zone hell. This is straight up written. This is Jordan Peele. If he wants to rewrite, Twi if he wants to write another Twilight Zone episode, just take this story. Be careful what you wish for. You might just get it. And what you get is. Making it to the finals of a reality show you didn't want to be on. I feel like it's how every wow. president should be chosen. It should be a person 
that doesn't want the job, who is incredibly like competent to do the job. And sure. we all force them to be president. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would make for a much, much better form of leadership than these uh, horny beavers who see the White House as nothing but wood. <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> that, that I don't understand because beavers don't honk, have honk. to be horny to eat wood. It's what they what? do. They don't have to be. They're not horny for their wood. The question, is, the question is, can they be? Hey, I'm not, I'm not yucking their yum. Live from your grave. Henry, I know this is super cliche, but I was doing, I was on my Madden Twitch stream, by the way. I yes. think I'm 13 and four or 14 You're and four. You're crushing it. Either way, we're doing pretty good. I've watched a couple. For, but. If crushing it for LPN. These fans don't stand a fucking chance. They can come for you and come for you, but you're going to swat them down and swat them down. You're going to cover them down. You're going to cover them in boiling oil. I'm going to do my best. Also, Henry, Marcus, and I are definitely in looking to invest in battle bots which also means we need a jockey we need someone that can control the bot i asked holden but rightfully so he said he couldn't do it he's not talented enough this is legitimately an ask if yep. you are a person that is competitive within the world of battle bots please looking to sponsor a battle bot we want i want i am so pissed at 2020 for not having battle bots be the national sport that would be get huge. these robots fighting for us it's so much fun anyway i'm looking for a wedge yes i think we decided on a wedge with a with a strong Flipping. hydraulic flipper flipper a flipper arm. yes yeah. i think low low to the ground fast we got to get under these uh under under these clunky ass vehicles i think we have a pretty good idea going but i feel like i solved the is a hot dog a sandwich debate Interesting. And I solved it by saying this sentence. Have you ever looked at a sandwich and thought it was a hot dog? Not unless I'm tripping balls. Therefore, the hot dog is not a sandwich. I feel that you actually, this is might be the wisest you've ever done. <laughs> I think that you have finally come to, this is your peak. This is, this is, oh, this is what you've been training for. I was really proud of myself. Oh my but I, I want to thank, I want to thank edibles. I want to thank 10 milligrams of THC for that. Got to. Got um, to. Wouldn't be here without them. Absolutely. And we do have some big news coming up here in the very near future. We're working, developing a relationship with the Last Prisoner Project, and we're super excited to tell you guys all about those, uh, all about the advancement of that relationship as it goes forward. And the Last Prisoner Project back. doesn't also understand that they are a part of our BattleBot initiative as well. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We're going to have the Last Prisoner Project BattleBot group. I don't know what that's going to be yet. I don't know how we're going to use it. The whole point is to use the BattleBots to attack the prisons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's. This story is slightly more. Do you want to go to the? Do you want to go to Japan with the guy who dated all the women? Let's or do, do this wanna... serious one first. All right. And let's then do a do serious story. Okay. This is. I, I again. I say serious. It's barely serious, but it is one of those. I don't know how many times we have to say it on this show. Everywhere I go, I just gonna keep saying it. There is no. Again, repeat after me. No such no. thing. Such a thing? As a hitman. As a hitman. Stop hiring hitman. It's not a profession. It, it is, is an FBI agent. If you want to do it, you're going to have to do it the old pioneer way and do it yourself. Absolutely. Right? So just quit looking for it. This comes from the KHQ uh, down in Spokane. Oh. No. Is that up? I'm yes. not sure, actually. No bail. For Spokane doctor who accused in quote unquote dark web kidnapping plot targeting estranged wife. Know this as well. Again, dark web is not a term, newspapers. 
We don't use it. 90, something like 95% of the internet is encrypted. So just, it's not the dark web. Technically, we're just a part of, we're just in the open web. And there is just the rest of the internet is behind uh, portals. That's it. Yeah. Maybe a few years ago, we did have some friends who would like Tour magically have acid. And you're like, yeah. how do you get all of this? And they Look actually- the from the internet, but I think things have changed a little bit. A little bit. So a local physician accused of trying to pay someone from the dark web to kidnap his estranged wife, addict her to drugs, and convince her to stop divorce proceedings and come back to him was back in federal court on Wednesday. And you know where he did the hit from? Where? In, in Mexico with his girlfriend. So okay. he already had a new girlfriend and then he was trying to get this going. Um, he was already denied bail. Um, they they know that um, he's a flight risk because he was in Mexico when he was doing this. Um, it, it is very, very interesting. And transcripts obtained by the FBI. So th this a, a news organization located a dark web Internet site offering murder for hire services in exchange for cryptocurrency, which I imagine was just set up. Yes, by oh, the news organization. Of course it was. You're not going to get your doji coins, your doge coins by doing it like this. The guy's name is Ronald C. And it's LLG. I, is his last I think name? it's ILG. I think is it's it, ILG. Is it ILG? Okay, so we'll just say the guy's name is Rob, Ronald, Ronald ILG. Ronald uh, ILG, he, uh, a.k.a. Scar215. I like it when you find out somebody's dark web address. I really like is, when you find out what they do. It is um, funny. And so this was his message, which he just straight up allegedly is what he said to his co-conspirator. I need a rush job for next week. I need the target kidnapped for five to seven days. While being held, she is given at least daily doses of heroin. She is also strongly persuaded to do a few things within two weeks. Number one, stop all court oh proceedings. God. Two, return to your husband and the chaos you created. Three, tell absolutely no one about this. Also, the team should plant heroin and use needles with her DNA inside. After about seven days, she is to be returned to her home. Does this man really understand the uh, side effects of heroin? It's not a uh, it's not some wonder drug that the CIA uses in order to get the truth out of terror suspects. Does I don't think even like what he is asking them to do, the drug that he is accompanying those actions with doesn't even fit like it's not maybe psilocybin maybe maybe, maybe. a head full of acid not we, really though because the, no, US I mean, government did, the u.s government did that for fucking years and they found out that all it does is make you confused like yeah. you can't do anything you can destroy someone's memory that is the truth you can erase someone's memory using things like acid and sleep deprivation and all that kind of shit but you can't change their mind it also, doesn't work like that you can yes, you can do sleep depri deprivation to change people's memories, alter their uh, thoughts. Also, as we learned from the movie Overboard, fall off a boat. Fall off a boat. Fall all of a sudden, a you fall, you're married to Goldie Hawn. Well, or was it the opposite? Go Goldie Hawn is the one that fell off the boat, and then it was Stockholm syndrome, and then she grew up. Then she had because uh, she got wonder, kidnapped by that man. But they were they're married in real life, and they're super cute. That's honestly what a great lesson. Yes. So this man, um, he. Obviously had, you know, I'm going to say this. He overthought it, didn't he? He, he, he followed up this message with uh, the target destroyed two families and walked away as if she did nothing. I want the target kidnapped for two days while being held. She's to be given inductions of heroin at least two times today. Uh, she will be taught to do it herself and pics and videos of her doing it should be collected. Now, 
The court documents state that Ilg asked that the kidnapping be carried out while he was visiting Mexico with his current girlfriend. Now, it seems like the girlfriend was also feeling fucking really weird. He had he left a bunch of instructions saying, go do this. And then if you go to a fingerprint access only safe that I'll give you the fingerprint somehow, you can go and get your bitcoins from it. I don't know what how the fuck that's supposed to happen. Um but they are saying it was getting weirder and weirder and weirder because his estranged wife, they share a child. The estranged wife told the FBI that Ilg found another woman on the Internet, invited that woman into into their relationship, which was oh, not that's working a, out for them. That's a fun conversation to have. Yeah. And so at the time, as time passed, the wife became increasingly uncomfortable with the relationship. Um, and so they were they now involved in a very contentious divorce. But yes. she got to know the girlfriend a little bit because when they went to Mexico, the girlfriend, Ilg's new girlfriend, reached out to the old wife to say, I just have to, you know, let, I just want to let you know some strange stuff has happened while we've been here. I need to talk to you ASAP when we get back. Meanwhile, as soon as he came back, he got arrested. The uh, the unbelievable like just the pompous idea that this man was going to be able to have a girlfriend and she was going to take his side in an attempted kidnapping plot against his ex-wife just shows you how delusional this man was interestingly enough in another strange twist to this story uh, it turns out that he did so ill did acknowledge that he used the dark web to hire a hitman he denied hiring someone to have the victims assaulted and or kidnapped. Instead, he claimed that he was hiring a hitman as a way to commit suicide. He just is so stupid. It was like they already got the documents. Dude. They already have they the documents. already read it. You can't now change. Like, no, no, I wanted this to commit suicide, which is also wild. That's a wild exactly. idea. So because of this, uh, Ilg was supposed to be met at the airport, but agents realized he wasn't there. They went to his home, and, and in what I can only describe as probably like when Robert Downey Jr., or Morton Downey Jr., rather, faked a hate crime, and he put the uh, and he put yes. the swastika the opposite way because he did it in the mirror. Yes. Um, this man was seen lying unconscious with the black eye. He had approximately 46 missing pills of Xanax and a suicide note. At the scene next to the business card of the FBI agent that he hired to kidnap his wife. This man, this was such a pathetic attempt at a faux suicide. Don't you think he it's probably wild. punched himself in the eye like Jim Carrey and me, myself and Irene. And then he took the pills and he was like, this is going to make him feel really bad for me. This dude is a sociopath. He is just also very stupid. I feel like that's that's the main thing. The main thing I'm taking from this is that this man is incredibly stupid and I am going to go out on a limb and say that he might be on drugs himself. I have no freaking clue what's the problem with this guy. Not like he is not there for this. Like, he does not understand what's going on. He really doesn't. Just lastly, so uh, they say the timing and the content of the note, coupled with the placement of the agent's business card. Again, he thought that was a hitman. Next to the note are conscious. Conscious is it just basically proves he is guilty and that Ilg attempted to kidnap, assault and extort and drug his estranged wife. So I guess be careful who you marry, number one. And number two, um... I don't get a big dog and never, I don't even, I'm not victim blaming whatsoever. She didn't do anything wrong. Obviously she left this relationship because this man is a psychopath. And I I feel horrible that they had a child together because you can imagine how difficult that is to do. 
Maybe it was also the the same impulse to do all of this dumb shit. It's also the same impulse, like him thinking that it would be super easy to bring a third person into the relationship and that you'll just get a girlfriend and bring her in and that it will go smoothly. Yeah. Like, you it has to be I, I wish I had one. talked about. It has to be I, very much so discussed. And then you are lucky if it works out even then, because most likely they're going to cut out the middleman, which is the male. And yep. they're just going to have a wonderful lesbian relationship together as you just sit there and just watch sports alone. Okay. And then you're like, finally, silence. Finally. That was his end game. Rise from your grave. Oh, I do want to talk about the story a little bit update last week. Remember we talked about the guy that slashed a dude's tires, yes, slashed yes. tires and left the finger behind. This is there was a little bit of an update from that. This is so this is a letter uh, as a, res- a resident of Maricopa County. I'm very familiar with the story, but the man slashing his neighbor's tire and leaving a finger behind. Um, Henry seemed confused as to why the man would cut off his own finger, uh, implying that it was a deliberate move. While it is not believed to have been deliberate, the story goes that the idiot accidentally cut off his finger while <laughs> slashing the tire because he used one of those crazy. Have you seen those really intense like folding knives? Yes. And it yes. seems that when he did it, he literally oh. cut off his own finger because he was so fucking hammered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the baby shower. Oh my god! All right, so it was an accident. So he. He left a crime scene with a finger for evidence, which it literally is like, I think we fingered this perp. You get the series of puns that could be made. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What a moron. You imagine me like, I wonder if I'm going to get away with it. And you look down and you're like, God damn it. Where the fuck is my fucking finger? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, this like, is I, crazy. I know I'm missing something. And then you have to truly utter the sentence. Should I retrace my steps? Did Where did I lose it? And it's never a good idea when you have to retrace your steps to find the severed finger next to the tire that you punctured with the scissors. I just desperately want to hear how sorry he was that morning. I just wish I could have a (laughs) camera inside that man's house to see what his hangover was like. We've all been hungover, but I'm happy to say I got all 20 digits. Haven't even lost a pinky toe yet. Oh, my Um, God. Just quickly, a Japanese man as well. This is according to the Telegraph. A Japanese dude was arrested. He was dating 35 women at the same time because he wanted to get birthday presents. He and is to a be genius. honest with you, if you uh, that's the most innocent thing I have, most innocent reason I've ever heard for dating 35 women was he wanted birthday gifts. I just didn't know you could be arrested for it, but apparently it's it. It was arresting sk- him for for fraud essentially, yes. and he dated 50, 35 single women that he met through his job being a he worked for a marketing company. Company selling shower products. He met at least these 35 women. He told each one of them his birthday was on a different day. Um, <laughs> and so he'd get all of these different fucking got all these these different uh different presents every single day. But I guess it finally came down to, which is this is a movie plot, too. I want to say that this is like 50 first dates. I've seen this movie plot where all of the women got together and are like, I think we're dating the same man. It's not gonna work out yes so obviously he's not in trouble for dating multiple women that is legal but it was the scam apparently he received around a 100,000 yen uh, which is about 668 euro which I believe is around 900 dollars so he got he got some gifts and uh it seems just like a really hard way to celebrate your birthday I also want to just tip you on the story that I find really funny just because of all of our time spent in show business. But you should read about this because I won't go to in depth because you could just see how intense it goes. This is way more for fraudsters than anything else. But 
follow the story of the Zachary Horowitz Ponzi scheme. And it seems that he has bilked investors out of something like $235 million, where he basically just told people, I have connects. At Netflix, HBO Max. Oh, no. They're coming through me. They're doing all this. All we're doing is making money. It's and Just remember this. This is a thing I've learned through fraudsters. If anybody ever says that they promise anything over 10% oh, of yeah. an investment, right, yes. that you'll get back 10%, unless it's fucking Johnny fucking Walgreens. I don't know who this person's going to be. Johnny Walgreens. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know was, who's got money. So you were thinking of a rich person's name and you came up with Johnny Walgreens. Walgreens. I, that's what I thought. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to name one. You are the I don't poor, name You know you are from Queens and you are trash when you're like, what's the so- what is a rich person's name? Jo- Johnny uh, Walgreens. Walgreens. Johnny Walgreens sounds like it's a pretty rich guy's name. That's why we had. That's why we had the president we had for four years. But I am that's like a, I am a person that I don't know. But uh, the, just know that anybody, it's, it's always a scam if they say anything above ten percent return. Yes, because and, uh, it is you know, very very difficult. It is very sad. very difficult to do it. But this guy faked every leg of it, and it also gets to the point where every single time I hear a story about somebody organizing a Ponzi scheme is that the Ponzi scheme sounds so much harder than any other real job that you could do to get six figures. You are sweating it. He was doing it for a while, but Mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. he, uh, obviously he uh, got all of his family and friends involved, lost all of their money. Um, He was uh, he was living in a six bedroom home in Beverly Hills, uh, loving his life. They finally sold it, I guess, in January. But he's now he's going to jail for a, they're going to get him for a long time because they're one thing the government always makes sure that they bust people for is money crimes because they don't Absolute. want you to think you can get away with it. Uh, everything well, else they don't also, really care about. And also it's a surprisingly interesting or I'm sorry, surprisingly easy uh, to figure out uh, where the money went, where the scam was, because there's a series of money trails that they can follow. But he set it up. He set it up in a way where the first round, everybody got their money back and in the interest. And then he faked emails from Netflix and HBO Max and all oh of the shit and God. fake documents and all this kind of shit. And you're just being like, you should have just wrote a movie. Be careful who you trust. And absolutely, there's a great book. It's pretty old nowadays. I think it actually came out in the late 90s, but it's called Freakonomics. And they broke down, for example, what Henry was talking about, where it's like, if you think a Ponzi scheme or like being a drug dealer is going to make you a bunch of money, it actually doesn't break out that way. And it is, as Henry said, just start a real business and you're going to work the same, but then you uh, won't have the outcome of prison. Well, speaking of real business, weed is the real business now, which brings us to the hero of the week, a little bit lighthearted. And again, uh, we want to mention that we will be working with Last Prisoner Project because yes. we must get everyone who is incarcerated worldwide, starting with America, out of prison for weed crimes. But yes. this week's hero of the week. It's Heath Scott. He owns Seven Point Farm and Apothecary. It's on Lebanon Road, and he rolls to celebrate 420, a 150-foot-long joint with three different strains, including a little bit of CBD. Uh, This is what he has to say. He says, this is the start of the future, I feel. 
I don't feel this is the end. I feel this is just the beginning for us to go forward and go with the legislators to make a splash and say we are ready. This dude was in Tennessee to do this, so it actually is not legal where he did it, which is why he's a hero, because he put himself on the line. This was in Mount Juliet. And uh, Tennessee is one of six states where there is no form of marijuana, either recreational or medical. So if he does get busted for a 150-foot joint, I guess it probably wouldn't be good. But uh, yeah, so anyway, okay. wow. he's got, it's a dope-ass joint. If That's you see it, huge. It's, it's huge. And uh, it's important to remember people in Tennessee, we got to legalize everything federally. And if it takes someone like Mr. Heath Scott making the biggest freaking joint in the world then so be it also would you take a puff of that how stoned would you be if you took one puff of a 150 foot long joint it would take a while for the smoke to even get to your lungs yeah man you know what i would do honestly i wonder if you get super stoned man look it's real thin i don't even know if you can pull it i don't know it reminds me of when i did the beer bar off the dormitory Does it show him smoking it? Because I don't know if you can. I think it might be impossible. I did. Um, I have a foot long joint sitting in my my um my closet. Can you? Do you think you can smoke it? I mean, it's it was it's more for fun. But yeah, you could smoke it. It's I don't think it's going to be great weed in there. But when you look at it, it's just so fun to have. I wa- I don't know if this can do it. I mean, right. I would love to, but you wouldn't get that much because you know what it is. The way you can really tell how much weed you're going to get impacted by is how fucking girthy the joint is. Girthy. Right? Because if it's still thin, you still <laughs> got to smoke the same amount of it to get high. But if it's real thick, like if it's uh-huh. like, you see how my hand is? That's sure. my hand is like girthy. where it is. Yeah. Yeah. You see where it's like, imagine just like how thick this, this fucking rod would be. Uh-huh. And how like if you place it to your lips, oh, yeah, you get your lips all does, around. Right. Oh, oh. Then what you get. Looks like you're giving oral smoke. there. Oh, oral? oral. Am I doing oral? Ma'am, can I get some oral? I hate (laughs) the term. I deeply dislike saying oral. I am with you. All right, Heath Scott, Hero of the Week. Thank you so much, Heath. Do we have any listener emails? Oh, sure we do. Okay. Also, I want to talk about how many fake stories we got this week. We got a bunch of fake stories that we had to cut out. That was really, really funny because we were going through all this kind of stuff. But the dude guy, the guy, there's a the fake story of the guy breaking into a woman's house and stealing what he thought was drugs, but it turned out to be like a 250 men's cum all dried up in a jar. I know. Unfortunately, it's not I a real story. I wish it was real. I know. Some I things are too real. good for this world, Henry. Honestly, Some things are too good for this world. Just want one fairy tale. To be real. I'll, all right. Okay. I mean, fairy tales can be very dark and cryptic. I'm not sure if we want them to be real. Sometimes but as we fun. learned, as we learned with my great uh, conversation with the woman who uh, studies fairy tales, the Beauty and the Beast, you know, the original Beauty and the Beast, the Beast was very nice to Belle and yes. Belle left him and she went to hang out with her sisters. One was married to a Guston type and one was married to a comedian type, but all he did was make fun of her and the other guy was mean to his, to, to his wife. And then she went back to the Beast because he was nice, even though he was so ugly. And in the American version, he's mean and Belle gets and Stockholm Syndrome. Was because she, in the end, she was shallow and didn't want to have sex with that warthog man. But then she wasn't shallow and he was nice. So they she just gave completely in. flipped it. 
No, that's the American one. The American version is he's mean and she has Stockholm syndrome. But the original one, he was nice and ugly. And she was like, I can't do it because you're hideous. But then she went back to him because he was nice. But then he transforms back into the prince. Yeah. But as we talked about, I think it was more of a Prince Charles. Oh, People assume yes. when they hear no. prince, it's going to be someone handsome. But no, I've seen some prince. No, they're, they're quite ugly. Look at the princes that we have. The, even the two hair. They started hand. They started handsome. And then something happened. Those well, jeans just kick in. This and all of a sudden, they just become disgusting. This is probably for page seven. But the one prince that's married to the one lady, the older one, he's the the son of the uh, of, of Prince whatever there. He the looks one. it. But the other one, uh, Princess Diana boned a hot ass soccer player. So Somebody he's else. aging pretty good. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. But Charles's legitimate son is <laughs> looking rough. <laughs> it's uh, crazy how that happened. Oh, Much oh. like Tony Blair. I just saw a picture of him. Anyway, we got to do emails. We're talking shit. There we go. Ben asked in the most recent episode why they don't sell condoms in prison. The reason is because as a ward of the state, you cannot consent to sex with another inmate legally. Even consensual sex inside is considered rape because of the circumstances. The only thing that you could put your dick in legally is what's known as a fifi, which is basically a homemade homemade pocket pussy. I absolutely love the last series. That's great. Thank you. Um, Very interesting. And again, that is horrible. They they're having people are having sex in prison, so we should provide condoms. Oh, yeah. This is another story that talks about that. My brother in law mans the kitchen at a state run prison in Northern California, all male prison. He let it slip one dinner that there was actually a gumball machine type dispenser that inmates can get free condoms from. He said they have to refill it at least twice a week. I'm Um, sure. Oh, yeah. It's basically to keep the men from spreading STDs around the prison, which I think is really good. And, you know, you do have to have fun in prison. You can fill it with water. You can make balloon animals with it. There are some other things you can do with condoms. If you are in a sketch group like Murder Fist and you happen to fill all be incarcerated, fill them with blood. There's nothing more fun than watching 12 huge dudes go to a CVS and get non-lubed all condoms. All of them. Because they would look at you guys and be like, non-lubed condoms. You guys, oh, yeah, yeah we're going to want those. And everyone was questioning a lot of stuff. Going in dry. Going in dry. And here's his story. This is a Scottish <laughs> old lady hero story. Uh, but this is, a, I'll tell this, is a, like, I don't know if this is Hero of the Week, but this is, a, let's, we'll take a look. This is from Scotland. Okay, okay. I'm on this wee country bus going through an old town in Scotland called Dalekeith. Although it's a lovely historic Scottish town vibes, it has a horrible drug problem and everyone looks like vacant sacks of meat most of the time. Okay. Crime is high, murder and rape is often in the news, and Dalkeith is associated with one of Scotland's most shocking murder cases, the murder of Jody Jones by Luke Mitchell. Or did he? Oh. You get what the town is like. Anyway, I'm on a full I'm on a bus listening to you, and this old woman signals the bus. She has her COVID mask on, is holding onto her zimmer frame, shaking about. She doesn't get on the bus and waves to the driver to come out. He gets off and she pulls out of her bag this huge bar of chocolate for him and gives him a wee pat. He's totally shocked and she says, here you go, bus drivers. Have a rough time right now. So I just thought I'd give you a wee treat. <laughs> she says, she, oh, this person forgives me for my Scottish accent. I'm like nearly in tears by how cute this is. We've had some bus strikes recently because teenagers have been lobbing rocks at buses and it looks like she just wanted to let the driver know he was appreciated. I will Aww. say people do get mad if you delay the bus. They do, but also no one will get mad if you give them a chocolate bar. Oh, wow. And as the bus goes past, I wave at her and notice she has a bag full of chocolate bars. She's been giving them out to all the houses 
all going past. Oh, that's nice. That Look is out nice. for your bus drivers. I have to. I really hope next week we don't get a follow up that they were poisoned. Of and, course. Yeah. So, um, but. but I want to say, first of all, congrats, Kissel, to end me. Not a single bestiality story this week. No. Not a single coming inside of a stuffed animal story we, this week. Well, this we just been, report the almost, news, so we're, we're saying congratulations to the world as a whole. We find the calendar, you know, like it was, you know, like how many days since <laughs> yes. an accident yes. can finally go back to it. We got a couple or we got one week up there. Not one Elmo was fucked. Not one stuffed animal from the from the uh, animated series Frozen was intercoursed with. Not I mean, this just, week. Not this week. And so congratulations to everyone out there. Good work. Good work. We're getting disciplined. I'm really, really happy for, with all of you. Have you watched this? Someone sent me one of these reels of um, a reporter talking to Jody Arias in prison, and it was very funny. Have you seen this thing? And it was the, the reporter says, so you say um, no one believes a word that comes out of yeah. your mouth. And she's like, yes. He's like, so why do you keep talking? It is. He destroys her. It is very, very funny because she is not letting up. Jody Arias says she's in, she's innocent. Yes, indeed. Same thing with uh, John Wayne Gacy. And the last episode of that John Wayne Gacy documentary series where they're just looking at bones is powerful, uh, but it's, it's a bit sleepy. Yeah, I actually didn't. Uh, I, I made it three episodes in. I think I learned everything I need to learn. And uh, be careful for clowns and uh, for people who pretend to be something that they're not. Although, as with everything, and I know we've talked about the Gacy doc before, but there were so many warning signs that uh, I feel like it maybe never needed to happen um, yep. because it looks like like there are people being like, yeah, like he was a no like he was it. It was shocking to the world. But anyone that knew him was like, he was creepy. Would, yeah, it's, it's always how we, that it's way. What, it's always it's what that we've way. been talking about it for years. We've been saying it for years. It's never it doesn't come out of nowhere. No, ever. Like there is always signs. It's hard to pull. It's hard to like pull any triggers on it because someone is it is still legal to be an asshole. So of you course. can be an asshole. It's just more like when you know, like he has multiple 16 year old boys just go missing around him over and over and over and over again. And it's the same story over and over and over and over again. And then he was also busted for being a pedophile in a previous city. You'd wonder you'd maybe think. A little bit about it, but who knows? Start, but he was yeah. because you know you got. I guess you have to trust the JCs. Yeah, of course the JCs. Nobody's ever done hats. anything wrong. No, there. So make sure you. And that's a good thing to remember, right? Yeah. Live each day watching out for your contractor. Ask your contractor who he's hiring. If there's any little boys in there that are not his children or mm -hmm. nephews, and all they do is wear those like low-rise jeans. You oh know what I'm my. saying? Sure. Call the police on this person. Okay. And when you call the police, go like, ha ha, laugh at them being like, I'm going to make the news tonight, Sergeant <laughs> Fuckerface. First Whoa. of all, I'm going to defund you. I'm going to take your money and then see is what this they do. Johnny Walgreens? I, What's I, going on here? You fucking, you, you want to live, laugh, and you want to love being Johnny Walgreens, knowing that you're going to take your money away from the police unless they, they behave. And they gotta get. We gotta take the fucking tanks away from them. I guess that's what I'm gonna. That's how I'm in. Well, I I agree with you on that. And uh, of course, Abe Lincoln stop it. We, we continue to cover the criminal justice system and all of its warts and flaws. And hopefully, we can get some improvements. Check out all the shows here on uh, on the Last Podcast Network. And by the way, I have to say hats off. Uh, Dune has done so fantastic. So congratulations, Henry. And I'm actually gonna feel? say Holden as well. I, it feels great to me. I love it. I want to. My goal is. 
is to sit back and pro producers. I figured, remember when we produced Page Seven's live show? And before we the show, they, the were all, they were getting like excited for the show, which is which we actually love that feeling of excitement before a show. But of there was also something about staying in the green room and eating pizza. And they didn't have to do performed, anything. And they, we didn't do anything. And, but uh, this so, show, I am very much so working very hard on it. I'm looking forward to being where you are, how you're smiling, and how you just get to do well with it. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. You. Yeah, well. Unfortunately, I don't read Dune, so uh, it'll never happen. <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, anyway, congratulations, buddy. I love that that Thank show you. was doing so great. And Spun and all the other shows. Support the, the support the last podcast. Support Network. our shit. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, everyone. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me. Indeed. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, please st stop voting for me. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah.